This is the Up Level Dairy Podcast for dairy farm owners, managers, and advisors who are committed to success, profitability, and sustainability. My name is Peggy Coffeen, and it's my mission to bring you the conversations that will up-level your skill set and your mindset so you can be a top performer in the dairy business. Do you have a goal in your mind that you haven't taken action on yet? Maybe it's an idea for a business or an ambition to start something new, to create a habit. Maybe it's something you've been pushing off until you have more time, until you're ready. Well, what does it take to turn that tiny little spark into a burning flame? Today, you will hear from two women who are achieving their goals in life and business and the seven steps they are both taking to turn a spark into a positive change. We've got two guests joining us today. Katie Schultz is a dairy farmer who went from being that girl that used to fake sick on mile day during gym class to running 100 miles in the month of July. And Elizabeth DeVries Dykstra, who along with her husband JP, are Dutch immigrants and entrepreneurs who have built two businesses from the ground up to serve the needs of dairy farmers, 4D Egg World and 4D Egg Fashion, headquartered in Canyon, Texas. Katie is an active dairy leader and past president of the Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin, and Elizabeth lives by the motto, just do it. So whether you want to start a new routine for your health or you have an idea for a business that's been building in your mind, it's time to take action and turn that spark into a flame. So what are the seven secrets to setting goals and achieving them? Let's find out. If you're like Katie Schultz, you're not satisfied being anything less than your best. And a year ago, she recognized that she wasn't where she wanted to be. Somewhere in the middle of my 30s hit a wall and I was just not feeling as healthy as I should feel. And I just wasn't doing what I was what I thought I could be capable of my body wise. So Katie decided to take action by starting to run. But as Katie will tell you, those first few steps were the hardest. I hated every single step of it. I remember I walked back and forth to setting down my tennis shoes to picking them back up and setting them back down and picking them back up probably six times before I physically put them on my feet. I hated it. I absolutely hated it. And I just thought, I'm never going to be able to do this. I'm never going to be able to do this. I started out and I literally jogged for 30 seconds. I walked for 30 seconds. I jogged for 30 seconds. I walked for 30 seconds until I made it to a mile. And then the next day I went out and I jogged for... 40 seconds and I walked for 30 seconds and I built my way up every single day until I hit a mile. I literally ran a mile and I cried my eyes out that day. I I had no idea that I could even run a mile. I had no idea. And I distinctly remember those days back in grade school where you had to run the mile in gym class. And I tried to call in sick and tell my mom I didn't feel good every single year. Running a mile seemed like climbing Mount Everest. But Katie not only ran that first mile, she kept running. And in July of 2023, she set a goal for herself to run 100 miles, and she achieved it. For our second guest, Elizabeth DeVry Dykstra, it was a business idea to find solutions for dairy farmers that sparked a big dream. We started 40 Ag World and 40 Ag Fashion, 40 Ag World seven years ago and 40 Ag Fashion five, six years ago. The big dream was pretty simple. My husband has been a dairy farmer in the US and in the Netherlands. Um, and we saw a lot of different solutions you could, you could get, to the, for example, rubber flooring that lasts more than three years, uh, hot dip galvanized steel products that last too longer, uh, cost effective. So the big dream for us was just delivering quality, quality products 
uh, to dairy farmers and have a good business life ourselves. We respect dairy farmers a lot, so we want to be in the dairy business, and now we are industry partner, and we yeah we try to have a good life with that and and finding solutions for dairy farmers. But these dreams and goals didn't happen overnight or without intentional focus. In fact, achieving just about any goal, whether it's to improve your health or build a business, comes down to the same seven steps, the seven secrets to turning a spark into a five-alarm fire. And secret number one is this. Find the goal or idea that not just excites you, but truly ignites you. It's really easy to have these ideas of things that you want to do or you want to try. But to be brutally honest, no one is going to care more about your goals than you are. So pick a goal that sets you on fire, that you are really freaking excited about, that you want to do, that you want to achieve. Because if you pick something that you're like, yeah, that'd be all right, that'd be fun. You're not going to be that excited about doing it at 4 a.m. You're not going to be that excited about working 24 hours a day. But if you pick a goal and that's something that you're just in for, that you're so excited and passionate about, you're going to do it. You're going to succeed. And so picking the right goal is half the battle because it's going to help propel you and it's going to motivate you and it's going to help you stay determined to actually meeting your goal. For Elizabeth, the idea that ignited her was being her own boss. So she left her corporate job in the Netherlands and began to build a business with her husband, JP, to find solutions for dairy farmers. Being a business owner, it just fits my husband, JP, and I way better than working for somebody else. Because, yeah, now you can do it your own way. Um, You do have a lot of responsibility. We have 10 people working for us here. We have a whole uh, crew in India as well, the clothing manufacturing so it takes a lot of responsibility, but as a business owner, you, you girls know that as well. Um, so it's a totally different life. It, it seems the hard way, but for us, it's our way. The dairy farmer also needs to have good solutions uh, for, for, for the dairy. So that is, our, that is our goal. With the idea in mind, the next step of these seven secrets is to do this. Get clear on your burn, your why. This is that motivation that can only come from something deep inside of you that wants to change. For Katie, that burn is the desire to be the best version of herself for her family. Our family has a a pretty strong um, predisposition to heart disease, and I need to do something now. I think that taking care of my health is one of the biggest gifts I can give my family. Because I, if you're not taking care of yourself, that's really selfish because you're putting your family at risk for not giving you or not being able to give them the best version of you. When you are healthy, whether that's mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And once you're clear on your burn, your why, it's time for secret number three, burn the ships. This is the decision followed by the action and the sacrifice of going all in to do whatever it takes. For Elizabeth, that meant leaving an entire life behind. If you immigrate, you sell your house, you sell your cars. They don't speak the same language here. Now, English is known all over, but as you can hear, I have an accent and I still make little mistakes every day. Uh, You let go of your family, your parents, your brothers, your sisters, everything you know, everything that is normal to you, um, yeah, it's not there anymore. So it's first of all, it's building a new life. I must say the first two years, everything involved around the business. We lived in a fifth wheel for a year and a half. 
that moment, it was not a problem at all because all money we had, if we made some money, went back into the building again, our inventory. For Katie, burning the ships was the day she decided to never run less than one mile again. I think that was probably shortly after I hit the first mile. I was just like, okay, it's one mile. And now I'm like, I'm not doing any less than a mile ever again. And no matter how much I don't want to do it, I'm doing a minimum of a mile every time. And I did. Like, I just got mad enough that I was like, all right, I'm not stopping until I hit to this. And I'm not stopping until I hit this. And it was, it was more, uh, some frustration in there to say the least. Uh, I think that it, it, it did. It, it gives you a little bit of a fire. And I think, you know, when you're talking about um, setting that goal at something, making sure that you have the the steps and the, the procedures to get to that goal is what's really going to set you up for success. So once you've identified the goal that sets you on fire, connected with that burn, that inner purpose, and you've burned the ships, it's time for secret number four fuel your fire. There are two things that fuel a fire and one is adversity. For Elizabeth, it was the naysayers that motivated her to fight harder. Some people in the Netherlands, but also here, they said, oh, you're not going to succeed. No, it's, it's just a little idea you have. In the US, uh, one company uh, called us a blimp um, six years ago. Well, if you call me a blimp, I'm going to fight more. I'm going to fight harder. The more you say, you're not going to succeed. Mwah, the product is not going to be it. Well, I got it. So you, ha- you cannot fail. If you immigrate, especially, you cannot fail. Now, adversity can fuel your fire, but so can achievement. Taking that moment to look at how far you've come. And those first few miles gave Katie the sense of accomplishment that she needed to keep running. This gave me that little bit of a push of like, you can do really freaking hard things. Things you never thought you can do, you can do them. So what are you going to do next? And what's going to push you to that next level? And it's like, it's just... Um, it's just lit a fire inside of me. And secret number five, fan your flame. This is about surrounding yourself with the right people. For a personal goal, that means tapping into your tribe. For a business goal, that means building out your team. Katie has a tribe that fans her flame by keeping her accountable to herself. I need accountability partners. And so that means I'm surrounding myself with my top five, my people that are literally my biggest cheerleaders that are checking in. Did you run today? How did it go? How are you feeling? How's it going? Or the ones that are critical. I didn't see your sweaty selfie yesterday. Did you run? What's going on? Yeah, I haven't seen you. I haven't seen uh, you check in lately. Or how's it going? Make sure those five people that are checking in are your biggest critics, are your biggest supporters, but always, always, always have a positive influence on you. They are the most authentic people that are going to have the hard talks with you, but it's because they care. It's not because they want to see you fail. They want you to succeed. And so making sure that you have that team and system in place is absolutely crucial. And I think, you know, I think about that on our dairy as well, right? For Elizabeth, it's growing the team at 4D Egg that fans the flame. Well, first of all, we surround ourselves, we try to surround ourselves with a great team. Like this year, I hired an assistant. She is already helping me tremendously. Ram, our son, is on board this year. Um, We have a bright future for him, maybe. Uh, That's the goal. And so then this business needs to keep on growing. We have an amazing shipping manager here 
uh, four guys in the back who work so hard. And if, if one has a bad day, the other ones will lift them up and say, come on, guy, almost five o'clock. Let's do this today. So the team we have right now, it's, I'm, I'm so thankful. With the right team and tribe in your circle, you've got the motivation and accountability to keep moving forward, which is what makes secret number six so important. Control the burn. Controlling your burn is about focus, discipline, habits, and systems. I am a very much a visual person. And so writing on a calendar and putting a check mark on a calendar is very satisfying to me. And so I can see the month that it's filling up and that the numbers are filling up. And it's, you know, sometimes the monthly goal seems crazy, like a hundred miles seemed crazy, but then I broke it down. Okay. So how many miles per week is that? And how many miles per day is that? And you know what? Like, okay, if I can just take it in manageable bites, it doesn't feel so overwhelming. You can have a goal, but if you have no way of getting there and you have no way of, okay, one step forward here, two steps forward here, it feels like that goal is so far off and is so intangible that it was just like, okay, start out with 30 seconds, start out with a mile, start out with whatever it is and make sure that you can bite at it. Elizabeth controls her burn with discipline. So have a plan. It's easy to start a business, have an idea laying in bed, sitting on the couch like, wow make millions with that. Well, that's, that should not be the goal. But do have a plan and stick to the plan. You can make little changes here and there, but stick to the plan because that idea you had already for a long time, there's something good in it. Otherwise you wouldn't start it. Um, so stick to the plan, uh, keep developing and work harder, especially when nobody's watching. Like the last couple of months, there were no shows. There was only a big party. Um, I'm here every day developing trying to contact new wholesale customers, you name it, keep developing. Being accessible to her clients is a habit she lives by. When we talk, a daily habit I have, for example, is always be available. If I sleep, my phone is on silent. Don't worry. If I travel to India, Asia, far away, the Netherlands, when I sleep, the phone is on silent. But if I get a phone call at 8 p.m. here in the U.S., somebody needs all their aprons because their shift just um, uh, stopped. You don't have to closed and they, they, they realize they need really aprons and bibs and you name it, I will answer that phone. That is my business. Those, those customers are, are, are my business. But perhaps the greatest secret to taking a goal and making it reality is secret number seven, stoke the fire. Make celebrating the achievement part of the plan. And Katie has a celebration that she looks forward to. I have my accountability partner. Um, and we, if we both meet our goals, we um, meet up for burgers and beer. But the catch is, is that we have to run two miles before you can eat your burger and drink your beer. Yep, absolutely. I think that for me is, um, it's, it's what I look forward to, right? Like I want to be able to check that box and I love the feeling of accomplishing something. But the celebration at the end is the fun part. And um, for me, my accountability partner, I don't see them all of the time. And so it's also a bonus that I was like, I get to hang out with one of my good friends too. And we have a reason to be together because it is we're busy on the farm and this is happening. And this week we're doing wheat and then this week we're doing alfalfa. And, you know, there's always these things. And so try, we make it a priority. You make it a priority. Like, you know what? We did this. 
and we're going to celebrate it no matter at what cost. It might be, you know, we might have to have burgers and beers at one in the afternoon or nine o'clock at night. I don't know, but we're going to make it happen. And celebration goes hand in hand with appreciation. For Elizabeth and the 4D team, they celebrate with a big party for their customers. One that I had the opportunity to emcee this past year. And let me tell you, she knows how to throw a party. This year, we built a new inventory shop for uh, for 40 Act Fashion, which fits five 50, 40-foot containers. So we're pretty uh, pretty excited about that. So we call it an opening. Um, that's the moment your customers are off. It's Saturday night. They had a, a busy week. They take the kids. So the kids are the future. We have a lot of, uh, in our area as well, West Texas, um, Central Texas, Kansas, we have a lot of large dairy-skilled uh, farms. They have all teenager kids that in the 20s still studying are already at home and they all come to our parties. We have a live band. That's how we try to connect um, all the customers, but also friends to our business and to us. Then they have time. They are happy. Um, that's an open bar, uh, music, uh, of course, and food. So we, we try, we do this because we like to party. Don't worry about that. Also, a little customer appreciation. It's a thank you. There's another practice that stokes the fire, the practice of gratitude. In fact, Katie and Elizabeth do this through a group Snapchat every day. I'd read a book and it said, just if you start being intentional about finding the things that you're grateful for every day, you're not going to notice the things that make you upset or the things that are challenging because you're really looking for those positive things every day. And when you first start the idea of the great, or when I started the Grateful Girls ideas, it was just me and one of my good friends that I don't see every day or I don't see very often. And so this was a way for us to just connect. And I was like, okay, let's start with this. And so we would Snapchat three things every single day. And you know that you're going to have to send that Snapchat. So I'm already thinking like, like, this goes back to the atomic habits. Like I'm a big person on habit building. So you just do one thing and it triggers you to do something else. And so when I wake up in the morning, when I put the toothpaste on my toothbrush, that's when it says, start thinking, what's your three? Start thinking, what's your three? And so by the time I'm done working out, I have my three ready to go. All I got to do is type them out. But it all day long, I'm thinking, oh, yep, that's a great one. Yep, I could use that one. You know, like you're physically looking for all of those positive things. So there you have it, friends. Two women, two stories of turning a little spark, an idea for a business, an ambition for a better version of herself. And Katie and Elizabeth are on fire. And so if you have that little spark in you right now, here are those seven secrets to achieving your goals once again. Number one, determine the goal or idea that not just excites you, but truly ignites you. Number two, Two, get clear on your burn, your why, the inner drive. Number three, burn the ships. Go all in. No turning back. Number four, fuel your fire with adversity or achievement. Number five, fan your flame. Surround yourself with the right people. It may be your team. It may be your tribe. Number six, control the burn. Focus, discipline, habits, and systems. And number seven, stoke the fire with celebration and gratitude. So I couldn't help but wonder if Katie and Elizabeth had not taken action on their goals and dreams, where do they think they would be now? I think I would be pretty, um, just just kind of mediocre, right? I, I don't think that I would be this on fire. 
I am right now just, it feels like I am just hitting the bottom of the mountain and there's so much more to go and so many more things to do and accomplish and where are we going and what are we doing? Um, and I, I get a little nervous with being mediocre. That makes me un uneasy and it feels really uncomfortable for me. And so I know that this is what I needed to do to get to a healthy place in my life, healthy physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Elizabeth echoed those comments. My husband and I, I would still be living in the Netherlands. I would still have a job for maybe five days a week in a big business. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Probably not be super satisfied because it's not my own business. I cannot grow the business. On the other hand, less worry on your mind. Probably hardly any worry on my mind. So I would still be living in the Netherlands with the full-time job. No worries, but also no excitement. Now I have a very exciting life. It's, of course, uh, taking risks and stuff like that. Um, but I do like the excitement. So if you're heading to World Dairy Expo, make sure to stop by and say hello to Elizabeth and the 4D Egg World and 4D Egg Fashion Team in the big white tent. I will be sure to wear a flower every day. We have uh, six boots this year. It's the biggest ever in the big white tent. It's 4D Egg World and 4D Egg Fashion. Like I said, we have a whole new line of products. I cannot tell anything about yet. But girls, you, you need to check it out. So it's going to be my son, Bram, and my husband, JP. We have Petra de Boer, Cat Williams, and myself, including Flower, in the big white tent uh, in the six boots. You will you will find us. So, um, of course, we got the wash bibs, always for $50 in every boot, any boot we have. Um, we got, we're bringing a lot, a lot of kids' clothing. Dairy moms, come over, please. Uh, so we're super excited about Wilder Expo. It's the biggest show we do. And hey, listeners, it's giveaway time. If you'd like to win your very own pair of 4D waterproof bibs, go to the link in our show notes to join the up-level dairy community. And this month, at the end of this month, we'll be drawing a name to receive that prize of a pair of 4D egg fashion waterproof bibs. Thank you, friends, for joining us on the Up-Level Dairy Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Up Level Dairy Podcast. I'm your host, Peggy Coffeen. And if you like what you heard today, go ahead and head on over to upleveldairy.com to read the blog and join the Up Level Dairy email list so you can receive new podcasts, blogs, and special offers coming soon from Up Level Dairy straight in your inbox. To listen to more episodes, head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube, and don't forget to rate and review. Connect with me, Peggy, at Peggy at UpLevelDairy.com, and follow Up Level Dairy on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn.